0: You know, obviously, we're watching the situation with housing, you know, prices coming down. I think a lot of people are looking at this and saying, maybe now, maybe now I've got a chance to get into what has really become, for most people, an impossible market to break. And then you get the problem that, okay, you find the house, maybe it's in your budget, then you're confronted by these surging interest rates that have driven up mortgage costs by thousands. So there are a lot of challenges when you just kind of get over one hill, you're confronted then with another. And there was an interesting investigation done by the Star over the weekend that looked into the last time housing was actually affordable in this city. And they travel back to the year 2000. And it's hard to believe, but you could buy a starter home in this city for about 250 grand. I mean, it wouldn't be the best house on the street. May not be the biggest house in the street, but it would certainly give you an opportunity to put some work into it and um, build up some money to resell it down the line. But I mean, two hundred fifty grand, boy oh boy! Then you look at today's prices. Ontario home prices are now twenty two point five times higher than the average disposable income. So when you look back to two thousand five, the average house price for a newly built home about four hundred thousand last month 1.7 million that's a big jump condos you look at the comparison back in those days in 2005 300 grand would get you a condo 1.1 million today and a Vancouver think tank uh, now says and i hate to say this to an average young person looking to get in it's going to take you 27 years 27 years to come up with the needed 20% down payment of a home today. That is a staggering number. Let me bring Paul Barron into this conversation. He is president of the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board. Thanks so much for joining us, Paul. No
1: problem. Glad to be here.
0: Oh, I'd say Happy New Year, but I mean, if you're in the home ownership uh, business, it is—it's not necessarily happy. It's not all bad news, but I mean, it is—it is still a very tough market. Market. When I think a lot of people are looking at housing prices coming down and thinking, "Okay, now maybe I'll get my chance," but there are a lot of variables still blocking people out of the market.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt that there are, but there is also a lot of positive signs. Uh, with the market, as you said with uh, with interest rates being higher, it is pulling down prices, which makes it easier to get that down payment possibly, but then the carrying costs are higher but I think that what it really boils down to is managing people 's expectations, you know, certainly living in the downtown Toronto area mm-hmm. for most people is not going to be uh, not going to be possible, but certainly using a Toronto Regional Real Estate Board member to help look at what are the alternatives and, and what can you do to get into home ownership.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you look through this report that, that Toronto started, which I think uh, it, it, they did a, obviously a lot of footwork into it because they didn't just look at Toronto. They looked at Hamilton. They looked at places like Markham where, you know, housing is different, but uh, just the price changes from back in the day to where they are now. And they've still gone up. What is the advice then that you're giving someone? Maybe they can come up with the down payment, but then the interests, um, you know, that we don't know, I, sus- I suspect they're going to go up a little bit more in the new year, but w- what are you telling or what is the, the advice to, to, to new people trying to get into the market?
1: Yeah, so it's, I think one of the biggest things that we have with younger people buying these days is the transfer of, of generational wealth. Right. So, you know, obviously with prices being up, parents, grandparents, have built a lot of equity in their homes. And most people are looking to uh, grandparents and parents to assist with that down payment, because as that article pointed out, trying to save for 27 years is not feasible. No. By by the time you've
0: saved, Paul, then you have to save for another 20 years to actually make up the, the shortfall. That's the exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. And that's where, where that transfer of gener- generational wealth comes into play. Because if you get your parents or grandparents involved in the process, you can take advantage of maybe where prices are now mm-hmm. and, um, and, and get into home ownership. And the reality is, is that even though rates are higher now, they're not going to be there forever. Right, oh, uh, the they're going to go down eventually, and if you can break into the market now and hold on and manage with it, mm-hmm. uh, then things do look rosy down the road.
0: Yeah, so in other words, if you have parents or grandparents who could just tie you over for a couple of years, uh, you know, if you've got that um, in your back pocket, it is there are houses selling, and, and you're in more of a opportunity to negotiate instead of getting into one of these uh, terrible bidding wars. But when you look at, you know, everyone wants to own a home. So when you look at the single-family home, especially in a city like Toronto, that's what everyone wants. But not everyone's going to get that because we just can't build more. We don't have anywhere to build them, and so everything's going up. And so what is the thinking, Paul, changing as far as, you know, getting in the market and, and, and building towards that?
1: Yeah, so I think that what happens is is that people do have to manage their expectation. It really is not feasible for most to get into a, you know, $1.7 million Mm -hmm. detached home to start. Mm -hmm. But if you get into the market somewhere um, and and, and working with a professional realtor to look at, you know, everybody's situation is different Mm -hmm. and look at what is going to work for for that particular family. Maybe you're, you know, you're only working uh, in office a few days a week. Uh, a lot of people are able to work from home. So possibly having something that's further out uh, is going to make things uh, more feasible. You know, the other part of that is that is that there is a lot of transit that's being built that enables people to, you know, possibly live a little bit further away, build up some equity and then have that transit available to get into uh, into work.
0: One of the big things that, you know, if politicians really wanted to help, they would park their talking points and they would say, hey, if you're a first time homeowner and, and and 20 years ago, back in 2000, this wasn't an issue where in a city of Toronto, you paid the land transfer tax for the city and the province. I mean, if the politicians would roll back those land transfer tax, even just for first time um, you know, because once you come up with your down payment, then you got to come up with these massive, massive taxes that really take everything um, and and some can't can't raise that. If they actually just gave that break to to the, the first time consumers, it would make a huge difference. They just won't do it.
1: Yeah, but they are doing a few things, you know, in in the right direction. And you know, at the board, we've been talking for years about the problem here is is the supply, yeah. right? There just hasn't been enough homes built, and obviously that's what causes prices to go up. And certainly the uh, the government passed this More Homes Built Faster Act in 2022, and I guess they passed it at the end of the uh, at the end of the year. And this is going to help to, you know, cap uh, development charges, reduce those, uh, get uh, more affordable housing for first-time buyers. You know, when you look at a a condo purchase, you're looking at $50 a square foot, so $35,000 on a 700-square-foot condo is development costs on a 2,000-square-foot detached home, you're looking at $200,000 Two hundred thousand dollars in development costs, mm. and the government has pledged that they're going to reduce those and and offer some affordable housing where they don't charge those and I think that's going to be a good opportunity for people to look at those type of programs to see if that can help them to get into the
0: market. Just quickly before I let you go Paul i 'm going to get you to play Creskin. I mean the prices are softening in Toronto, but I don't get the sense that even high interest rates and inflation and all the things that we're dealing with right now will break this market. I mean, it will, I think bounce back.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, the problem now or the difference now compared to this article, when they're talking about 1989 Mm. is that there is this huge shortage of homes there wasn't a shortage of homes back then so the prices fell and stayed down for a considerably long time we have so much immigration and so much need for property that uh you know people just uh, are are not going to see the prices come down much more in fact when you look at over the last 5 months they, they sort of started to come down from that high in February, and then they've leveled off the last five months. So they really haven't come down all that much over that period of time. You know, one other thing that uh, is something that we've seen people doing as well is, you know, you can't maybe get into a home for your own purpose, but we've had people that have gone out and bought a rental property, mm-hmm. uh, got then the, the, the tenant to pay off the mortgage, and that's enabled them to get into the marketplace, to hopefully build some equity and look at home ownership for their own personal uh, selves in the future. So there's lots of different ways that you get together with a realtor to look at what are the options and what can you do to break into this market.
0: Yeah, where there's a will, hopefully there is a way. It is such a tough market. Paul, very much appreciate you breaking it down. We'll appreciate it.
1: No problem. My pleasure. Thank uh, you.
0: Paul Barron uh, joining us from the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board. And uh, he's right, you got to have some, you know – you got to have some someone in your corner i mean call a guy like frank leo like you know you've got to have someone they'll guide you through maybe kind of give you some ins and outs of where you can go best investment um, because there are opportunities out there it's just you've got to be able to navigate them and find them and then get all your uh, ducks in a row no question very very tough